Christmas is on the brink of extinction. So, of course, it's up to Talking Dogs to save it. It's Santa Buddies, The Legend of Santa Paws, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. It certainly does suck. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, where these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. We try really hard with this one. Oh uh, god. Yes. I don't it's not on the same level as like a Bratz. Well, cuz again, I contend go listen, go listen to that episode. I genuinely yeah. hated that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the same way that in that movie you said you kept checking like the timeline uh-huh. to see how much longer you had. That's how I was with this one. There's a couple of t- it, we've had a few movies like that, but this one's still a notch yeah. under Bratz for me. Yeah. I, uh, sorry, I'm Steven, and I just want to get this over with. Yes, I'm so, Matt. So let's yeah. just do that. Yeah. As you all probably saw, we are continuing our Christmas string of episodes with today's film, Santa Buddies. It is an entry. Santa Buddies. Yes, it is. It, it, if you if you list we earlier this not season, but earlier this year, yeah. we, earlier in our run of Sucktastic Cinema, yes. we did uh, Airbud's seventh inning fetch, mm-hmm. um, and that was back when they weren't talking. Yeah, I was going to say, the franchise changed very much. There were two or three uh, buddies movies. They became spinoffs into the uh, into Airbud's kids, the yeah. buddies who now- Airbud's got kids? Yeah, who all of a sudden now talk. Um, I don't know how they explained it yeah. in the previous movies. This is the only buddies movie I've seen, yeah. and it was purely for this episode, and I don't plan on watching anymore. I remember when these Air Buddies movies came out, and mm-hmm. I remember seeing commercials and be like, "Oh yeah, I remember the Air Bud movies," mm-hmm. and they were way they were. I remember them a certain way, and then I saw the buddies talking on this commercial, mm-hmm. and I was like, "When did what? this happen? Is this like a? Is this like?" the person hit their head and it's kind of yeah. like in snow dogs how there's like there's yeah. one quick scene yeah. where the the dogs are talking because cubigan jr like hit his head yeah i will say i got big like baby geniuses vibes oh yeah from this this was slight swap babies with this dogs. was slightly more enjoyable to me than baby geniuses yeah. but they do Another, have a connection we will get to that connection very, true, yes. very very soon or very very soon or quick however yeah. um but again uh santa buddies here mm-hmm. for our second week of christmas episodes but before we get into that matt why don't you let everyone know oh and also if you listened last week when we had our sister samantha yes. kennedy on and talked about the spirit of christmas thank you thank you very if much you were as thoroughly confused as we were mm-hmm. then thank you for listening yeah still yeah. thank you for listening always yeah. thank you for listening you know um now that's a classic yeah um anyway matt before we get into this week's entry why don't you let everyone know where they can still find us uh, they can find us at we are on instagram we are at sucktastic pod you can also find us on twitter we are at sucktastic Oh my God! We are at Sucktastic Sin, C I N for Cinema, and if if you're joining us for the first time, we call our listeners our sinners. So if this is your first time. Welcome, sinner. And if this if you are a returning listener, welcome back, sinner. We love you more yes. than Santa loves the Santa buddies. Yes, exactly. And one thing that I've noticed over the past couple episodes is that we do say like, oh, if you're listening to this now, you know where to find us in all podcast apps. Mm-hmm. But I have not mentioned that. On some of those podcast apps, you can rate and review. Yes, please. So please, wherever applicable, wherever you subscribe, or mm-hmm. wherever you follow, all that stuff, mm-hmm. 
uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. Uh, make sure to give us five stars and give us a review. We really appreciate We've it. We've had several of our friends and listeners mm-hmm. do it over the course of this time. Yep. I think our buddy Joe Gilbert, who we've mentioned yes. multiple times on the yes. show, I think he's the last one to review mm-hmm. and rate, so thank you, Joe, we, for that. We do not have Apple devices. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us do. So it, it, if we don't get your review on, I, on uh, Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. quick, it's because we don't know it's there. Yes. So occasionally maybe, maybe we let us know. May, yeah, maybe let us know. So occasionally we'll pop over to somewhere that gives mm-hmm. us some insight iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. Please do that. Without further ado, it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Santa Buddies was released via home video Mm -hmm. November 24th, 2009, directed by Robert Ventz, who happens to be making his second appearance on the show. Really? He directed Seventh Inning Fetch. Is he related to Vince McMahon? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Vince McVaughn. Um, He is so directed by Robert Ventz. Um, Now I'm going to say who's in the movie, and I'm going to save one person for last, even though he is top billing. Yes. So it's starring... Deservedly so. Deservedly so. Starring George Went as Santa. George went to the North Pole and became Santa. Exactly. Uh, Tom Bosley as Santa Paws. The voice of Tom Bosley is not Tom Bosley in a, in a dog uniform. I would have preferred that. The, all, poor, all, the poor man's on death's door at this point, all, and now we're just going to dress yeah. him like a dog. All of, all of the celebrities that played dogs' voices, I wish it was those celebrities with dog features exactly yeah. um and but their mouths are still computer generated to talk yeah <laughs> but tom bosley it's, no it's it's like what conan used to do and have a picture of someone yeah. it'd be an animated yeah, mouth ex- exactly that's what it'd be or yeah. no it's someone's real mouth like <laughs> yeah no that, that's what i meant yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. um but tom bosley and mr cunningham from happy days yeah, as uh, as the voice of Santa Paul. Arthur Fanzarelli. Exactly. That's my Tom Bosley. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, Danny Woodburn as Eli, the head elf. Danny Woodburn, who was also in Jingle All the Way, yes. as as the nefarious elf working for Jim Belushi. Mm. How would you like to join me for a soda? Yeah, exactly. That's, yes, that's that's uh, Tom Bosley in the movie Pop Star with Aaron Carter. Yes, <laughs> which we'll be doing at some point. Also, please, no more Tom Bosley impressions. Oh, okay. Uh, Danny Woodburn was also Mickey in Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. There were several moments where I was like, if this were just like Mickey and Kramer, and yeah. Kramer was Santa Claus and Mickey was an elf, mm-hmm. or, or swapped, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I was like, that so many, like it just bursts out into fights and eventually like, they, it evolves from shoving to like they're throwing each other across tables full yeah. of presents and like stuff when, like that. Like when Kramer played uh, Santa as a oh, comedy. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, so Danny Woodburn is Eli the Head Elf. Richard Kind as the voice of Eddie. Richard Kind from Spin City. Yeah, of course. Um, Craig Anton is the father who, if you remember in The Office, the Valentine's Day episode, yeah. he's mm-hmm. one of the branch managers. He's yeah. like, maybe I should have slept with you too. Yeah. Alan. Ad- Wasn't that Alan? I th- maybe. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I just recognize Alan at the Mets suck. Go, Go Pirates! pirates. <laughs> um, but Craig Anton as the, yeah. fa- as the father. The father. Um, Andrew Astor as the sick kid. Um, and then, <laughs> that, that's what he's credited as? No. He, oh. they, they have names, but they never say their names. Yeah. He's sick boy from Raven's Flock and WCW. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Billy Kidman. Billy Kidman. <laughs> uh, and now dog voices. Tim Conway, R.I.P. As Dorf. As, as, as the dog. As Dorf the dog. <laughs> as Deputy <laughs> Sniffer. Uh, Josh Flitter. He, you can as, tell he's trying to sound like Pat Buttram. 
Yeah, but then he just turns into Tim, Tim Conway, Conway with yeah. a with a Southern accent. Yeah, Josh Flitter is Butterball. Skylar Giasondo is B Dog. Zachary Gordon is Puppy Paws. <laughs> Liliana Mumi, who's the daughter of of child actor Bill Mumi, Bill Mumi oh, okay. um, as Rosebud. Uh, Caitlin Maurer as Tiny. Ty Panitz as Mudbud. Uh, which I sound like Lost Boys. Yeah, (laughs) from Tiny B Dog, Mud Bud, Rose Bud, and finally, no matter prisoners. Yes, (laughs) or prisoners. Um, And finally, no matter what we think about this movie, Mm -hmm. this is a special episode. Yes, it is. It's been a little bit since we've had one of these. Yeah, who's the last one? uh, Back, uh, back with. Martin or I said Martin Mole with Richard Mole oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, when we did Casper meets yes. Wendy. Yeah. So it's been a couple months, but we have a new inductee into the Sucktastic Cinema yes. Hall of Fame. And he is a legend. He is a legend. If you enjoyed our Suburban Commando episode, if you had to power through baby geniuses like we do, you would see one of the standouts in both films is the incomparable mm. Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Well, guess what? He's in this movie as well. Mm, greatest character actor of all time. Yes, which means he's found his way into the Sucktastic Cinema Hall of Welcome. Fame. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. The great Christopher Lloyd. Fantastic. Welcome. Love, love him. Welcome to the Hall of Fame. Um, and like in all those other movies, like I said, he puts his all into yeah. the movies that he yep. does, no matter what type of movie it is so oh, yeah. he is one of the standouts in this film Definitely. of course yep um and no box office because it's straight to straight video to video yeah so 2009 this comes out and i know we say straight to video it's just kind of a, a universal blanket term yeah there wasn't vhs yeah anymore there wasn't an point. actual video yeah. it's just a colloquialism yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I say that as you know uh, if you're listening you're like well yeah duh but i also say that you know to get into are what was on the VHS yes, segment. Of course. That being said, since there's no VHS, I pulled the VHS from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Jim Carrey one? From Jim Carrey. Yeah, baby. Which, if you listen to the Radcast, we had our buddy David Gresham poured on last Christmas mm-hmm. to talk about How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, a movie the three of us still daily talk about mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. love very, very much. Go back to the Radcast and listen to that episode because we get deep with it as well. Yeah. You know, There's a lot deeper meaning to that movie. Yeah, exactly. And not not a, well, I guess as deep as you can get with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. No, I no, mean, no, like, no. Like, a little, like we get deep with some of the, the stuff yeah, in that movie. Exactly. Um, but anyway, go listen to that episode and also listen to me rattle off what was on the VHS, which we were very familiar with because we watched it every year. Of course. Until we got the DVD. Yeah. Uh, but How the Grinch Stole Christmas on VHS, uh, an advertisement for the 20th anniversary re-release and remaster of E.T. in theaters. Oh, yeah, I can which see is, it in my head. Which is so crazy to yeah. think because E.T. Ne- next year in 2022 mm-hmm. is going to be 40. Yeah. So to see an advertisement for its 20th anniversary, it's so weird. Slump lands from the pants. Exactly. Uh, a Wendy's commercial where Dave Thomas goes to a children's a child's birthday party. I'm um, lost. Yes. Can you help me? It's party clown? No, it's it's about adoption. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, a, And then a bunch of ads of Universal Studios, like theme like parks. my mouth and, is going to adopt that birthday cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're done with that Dave Thomas commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal Studio ads about like the theme parks and entertainment resort. Um, advertisement for the soundtrack of the yep, film. Yep, Which one of the songs in there is Busta Rhymes and Jim Carrey. 
Hmm. Is this the Batman Forever soundtrack? <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense. Like yeah. like the Riddler rap or Method, something. Method Man's on yeah. that one. Um, but no, it's also it also our dearly departed Halloween Resurrection episode yeah. with our buddy Ian Scherer. Uh, that just reminded me of that because Buster oh, Rhymes was man, in that. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be able to get with him again this Christmas. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Shrek on VHS, which Shrek. Just, everything about that advertisement, we oh, mentioned Shrek it. Yeah, it's <laughs> Shrek it, Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, um, Shrek it, Ralph. Our Spy Kids 3D episode, we kind of gave mm-hmm. a little bit of our history with Shrek and Spy Kids. Yeah. Um, just seeing this advertisement for the VHS, yeah, a wave of nostalgia of being a fourth oh, grade, yeah. like yeah, came yeah. back. Um, Beethoven with Judge Reinhold on VHS. Oh yeah, um, yeah. it's Beethoven's like Prince and the Popper type movie. Oh, it's Beethoven's yeah, fourth. Yeah, yeah. Also, Julie Sweeney's in it. That's right. And then the hundredth Lamb of Four Time film. Oh, all um, right, not really hundred, but it's Lamb yeah. of Four Time. You the know, big freeze. you know what they should have done with that Beethoven film is you're doing a whole Prince and the Popper thing. The owner of the Popper is just Coley. Is uh. I don't know if that's no, where you're going. No, Sorry. I was going to say it's Pat. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this is Jody Sweet. Well, I don't know where my dog is. Yes, but it should have been it's Pat. Yeah. Like, oh, my dog is a lot like me. Oh, yeah? He just loves everyone. <laughs> yes. That's so great. So they're, like trying, they're trying to figure out if Pat is a man or a woman. Yes, it works as a five-minute skit, but not an hour-and-a-half-long movie. No. Anyway, not let's, a Beethoven movie. let's talk about this yes. hour-and-a-half-long movie. Yeah. It's far too long. I was hoping it'd be an hour and 20, maybe just an hour and five. I looked at it's the timeline at 11 minutes and was like, like my body literally shut down. Shit! I was like... Oh yeah! If you all would like to watch it, it's, it's on, on Disney a- Plus. It's on I Disney Plus. I should yeah. have thought about that. Yeah. I rented it on Amazon. Oh really? Foolishly so. Mm. I should. I should have thought it would have been because because yeah. it's a Disney movie. Yeah, it has a Disney opening to mm-hmm. it, and I should have thought of well, that. Well, but well. I didn't, and I'm. I guess I'm the fool. Well, I technically paid for it too because I'm paying for Disney Plus. That does, but it, that doesn't that's not really, the same. No, it's not. Because you, because you, we'd say that about oh, technically you paid for Spike is 3D because on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but we're not, we're not paying for that one. But yeah, uh, well, also, I don't you know, pay for that. It's, Netflix, it's not so. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, not the same thing. It's really not. Um, yeah. and let's just talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the movie opens on Santa and a golden retriever walking across a computer-generated snowy plain as Aurora Bor- Alice looms above. They both look exhausted. They find themselves inside of a glassy cave, looking at a giant icicle taking a leak. <laughs> yeah. The dog starts talking and says if the icicle melts, they'll lose Chris- the Christmas magic and Christmas will cease to exist. And Santa's like, a talking dog! Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that, that's the only way to get through to me. What in the name of Candy Cane? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This uh, just... It's just right, right out of the gate. All these, all these movies—they have stories about how we need to remind people about the true meaning of Christmas. Yes, it's just, it's just holly jolly horseshit propaganda trying to push a specific Christmas agenda, and I don't like it. Yeah, that's why we put these movies on for little babies who don't know any better. Yeah, exactly. But then well, they get indoctrinated. Well, I was with gonna it. say we're <laughs> indoctrinating them with very toxic. You know thoughts about Santa Claus and Christmas because Santa Claus is a deity in this movie. Yeah, and then then people pray to Santa Claus in this movie. And then movie. they get then people get upset 
that oh we're taking Christ out of Christmas, but you let TV raise your kids. Yeah. So you're making Santa Claus Christ. Yes, yeah. exactly. It comes up several times. Santa Christ. I will get to it though. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, ahead. no, no. You, I'm not. That's not me saying stop it. You're yeah. getting a cart before the horse. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Santa Michael Jordan. Reindeer before the cart. Yeah. I mean, f- before the sleigh. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Christmas giggle. <laughs> Christmas giggles. giggles. I got the Christmas name. giggles. <laughs> All right, enough. Uh, <laughs> All right, so enough. stop prolonging this. I have like no, 37. I, 30, I want I to get through I this. I have 37 pages of notes. Jesus. <laughs> um, it's because Fuck. It's because I've spaced them out in yes. paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Santa says it's because people just don't believe or have Christmas spirit anymore. The dog blames parents in video games and then mentions how it'll be another dog, Puppy Paws. Responsi- it'll be his responsibility to keep Christmas alive. Mm-hmm. If George went and Tom Bosley sound depressed, it's not a character choice. That's them phoning it in. Oh, yeah. George went, I'm just realizing now, was it was he was so he did not want to be there, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Tom Bosley was just super old. Yeah. Um, next, we see a little puppy farting around Santa's sleigh. The sleigh lands, and the reindeer tell Puppy Paws to quit fooling around. He'll run them ragged before Christmas Eve. Puppy Paws concedes, and he walks into Santa's workshop. Joyous music plays while as Eli, the head elf, leads a song while all the other elves dance around. Yeah, they were really trying to put, like, musical numbers in here. Yeah. And it just didn't work. It's weird. Yeah. This is all nice. This is all a nice classic visual, but how does Santa make the good stuff? Mm-hmm. I could care less about wooden rocking horses and stuffed animals. Which elf makes PlayStations? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I don't want any of those toys. Even, even as a kid, mm-hmm. even watching something like the Santa Claus, I'm like, I don't want any of that stuff yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, where's the elf that makes the PlayStation? <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> Puppy Paws sees what's going on, and he starts making mischief. He goes to the lever that apparently sets the production pace and turns it to fast. Everything starts going awry, and everyone points the finger at Puppy Paws. Looks like he's in the doghouse tonight. Whoopsie! It's not the first time that that dog pun, or not even a pun, that that, that, that joke is made. It's peppered all throughout. Anyway, he's scolded by his dad, Santa Paws, and he and Santa mention... Mr. C. And he and Santa mention how Puppy Paws has set production back even further than it was. My question is, in all these movies, the elves always seem to be behind schedule. Yeah. How do you not make adjustments in, pro- in productivity or workflow in all these years? You know what your responsibilities are every year. Yeah, exactly. You know what to expect. You have 364 days, or at least however long until like the 30 yeah. days of Christmas or whatever. You have 300 plus days. Yeah. This, this is like a full year of preparation. Mm-hmm. Like You should just be tying up loose ends at this point. Tying up loose bows mm-hmm. at this point. Exactly. Anyway, Puppy Paws says, down with Christmas, and his father is aghast. Yeah. Santa Paws grounds him, and Puppy Paws storms off. He says, I want to be a cat, and then lose, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah, and it turns into a cat. Yeah, exactly. uh, it turns into a puma cat. Santa Paws grounds him, and Puppy Paws storms off. He asks, if, he asks if he was a little hard on him, and Santa says a smidge, but not the type of hard on he gets from Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Puppy Paws just wants to be a regular puppy. In Fernfield, Washington, which is where all the Bud movies take place, not oh, yeah. not marijuana movies, but <laughs> yeah, the Bud, mm, love yeah. Bud movies. Yeah, they're Mud Bud, the dog, that Bud, that that 
buddy, Mud Bud, yeah. s- talks like a surfer dude. Yeah. And I thought his name was Bud Bud. And I was like, hmm, makes sense. Hmm, <laughs> good job for, uh, for the parents. Yeah. Um, a crowd is gathered in the town square for the lighting of the Christmas tree and singing carols. We hear prominent voices and see it's from the town's talking puppy siblings, Butterball, Buddha, B-Dog, Rosebud, and Mud Bud. <sighs> they, uh, yep, yeah, here's where we get I all the buddies. hate uh, the buddies. I yeah. hate them. They're being led by the old hound dog, Deputy Sniffer, and then are chastised for their singing. B-Dog says, yo, he doesn't sing, he raps. I... <laughs> we know this character is going to be a headache to listen to, and boy was he. This this started the trend of, uh, and like putting my face in my hands, and like uh, at one point there was something so egregious, and my body went limp, and I literally slid off the couch. That's not until the end, yeah. like towards the end. But yeah, as soon as B Dog started talking, I was like. It's just, but it's just, it's taking, it's capitalizing on yeah. what was a, the of white kids talking yeah. gang stuff. Exactly. Which is so it's so ugh. it is so it's just in the way the it it he the way he says dog at the end of everything like it's a like it's a tick yeah like it's not a conscious choice not the anymore. Picks off his back. Uh, of course not. No, not like ticks and fleas. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's. It's like in It's Always Sunny when when Frank is imitating Randy Jackson. He's like, I don't know, dog. It's not good for me, dog. He's like, dog. You want to try it, dog? You know, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like, after everything. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's shizzle. Uh, yeah, it's 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 clearly a a white kid. Yeah, talking hood. Yeah, and try it's, it's just, just ridiculous. It's yeah, it's all all of these dogs have one characteristic, mm-hmm. and they beat that into the ground the whole movie. Yes. Um, like Sniffer also says how he hasn't heard Butterball's tummy all night. And also he's got a Coke problem. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Uh, Butterball says he's still bummed about his mishap at Thanksgiving. Also, it's at some point tying into this. Yeah. Santa and Santa Paws are looking at the naughty and nice list and see Butterball was naughty. Mm -hmm. And he at all, and he ate all the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Puppy Paws overhears this and says he wants to get down with that party animal. Mm. He takes the page out of the book and intends to go out and meet Butterball. So now back with the pups. Yes. Back with the pups. Sniffer tries to threaten the pups with Santa Paws stuff, but they call bullshit on Santa Paws. Sniffer is baffled, and the pups start saying stuff and talking in a way that illustrates their personality. So kind of like we said. <sighs> yeah. Of course, we heard B-Dog. Buddha is more even keel and speaks softer because he's supposed to be like the he's Buddha. He's like a hippie. Pro- yeah. You know. Mudbud talks like a surfer cool guy, and Rosebud has a bow in her hair, but it's later seen like she's mm-hmm. since she's a girl, she's into fashion yeah. and stuff. And she's not as rough, and she's more tempered and yeah. even keel, so exactly. she's the leader, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so a shady character drives by the group in an old beater, and we see it's Crooge, mm. the dog catcher, best character. Yes, Chris. I think we. I don't think we mentioned Christopher Lloyd's character is, is the bad guy. Yeah. His name is Crooge. Yeah, he should have brushed off a switchblade Sam for yeah. this one. There's kind of a there's kind of a connection there at the end, which I don't know if you remember, oh, but I'll bring it up again. I I didn't I didn't finish it's it. It's not. I turn it off with like oh, ten minutes well, left. Well, okay. <laughs> there's kind of a connection there. Okay. Um. So he drives by an old beater, and it's Crooge, the dog catcher. As he passes, the lights on the tree go on the fritz, and it makes the town sheriff look foolish. Hmm. Uh, in an alley, we see a tiny dog running in between trash cans. While evading Crooge, the tiny dog hides behind one of the cans. When Crooge drives by, she pushes over the can and out pops an old stake. 
She thanks the Lord, blessing from the Lord, for the Amen. blessing, <laughs> and proceeds to nibble on the rotten meat. I was like, I was like, what are what what are, what are we getting here? Yeah, <laughs> no, this isn't the only time that happens. Yeah, if so, I ask, if dogs have a separate Santa pause, do they have a God dog? Dog hmm. is God spelled this backwards. This is true. Maybe God as is a dog. Maybe hey. all the whole all the God is a dog. Hmm, is a door made of wood? <laughs> Full house. Full house. Yeah. Um. Who Mr. knows? Woodchuck. Yeah. Anyway, God must have bent down to tie his shoes because just then the little dog is captured by Cruge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to tie his shoes. Back at the North Pole, Eli is getting ready to pick up the mail from around the world for Santa. They run a diagnostic for each country. This includes changing his magic mail truck to blend in to wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. And his voices. Because in that moment... Where they test the one for India, oh, Eli God. does an offensive Indian accent. He, and just, I wish I could say that this was the only movie that popped up, but if yeah. you listen to our Master of Disguise yeah. episode, we went mm-hmm. on a tear about how offensive yeah. Pistachio Disguise's Indian yeah. accent was. And then it, 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 this doesn't stop, because at the end he does similar things yes. when they're delivering presents. Yeah. Just because you're a little person doesn't mean you're bulletproof, Eli. Yeah, exactly. Puppy Paws hitches a ride to Fernfield, and Eli takes off his pants. Just uh? <laughs> I gotta get more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, we get a shot of a chunk of the Christmas icicle breaking off, and the workshop po- loses power. The film is definitely an allegory for climate change. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yes, very true. Um, Eli arrives at Fernfield. Keeping prayer in schools. Yes. Eli arrives at Fernfield, and Puppy Paws jumps out of the truck. Maybe Santa Claus is God in this movie. I think so. Maybe they use Santa and God interchangeably. Oh, there are definitely instances where you're like, oh, so it's a Christian movie. Nope, nope, they're praying to Santa. Yeah, we're just going to assume Santa is God in this movie. Yes. Um, he runs about town, and the crystal around his neck starts lighting up and making magic. By making magic, that means it causes the faulty Christmas tree in the town square to light up, startling the sheriff and almost knocking him backwards off the ladder he's fixing the tree on. Yeah, and then he runs by someone who's got Christmas lights that are in a big knot, and then just that's that's later. It's still the sh- that's the oh, sheriff. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so fixing the tree, and then we see him by a gazebo in the town square, where an apathetic elf and surly Santa listen to kids' Christmas wishes. A little boy with a speech impediment asks Santa if he can give the real Santa his Christmas list. The fake Santa says okay, and the little okay. boy hops off the lap and wishes gazebo Santa a merry Christmas and may God bless him. Yeah, the 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 movie's idea of lack of Christmas spirit is, oh my God, people aren't listening to Christmas music 24-7, and the Santa who has to sit in a cold pavilion outside in the middle of the night is unenthused. Christmas is dying. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's this was written by someone who, he's, who was one of those people that celebrates Christmas all year round. Don't forget video games ruin it, too. And, and video games ruin ruined uh, uh, the youths. And, and Mad TV. And Mad TV ruined it <laughs> yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just it was written by someone who probably celebrates Christmas all year round, and just because people can't get on their level, Christmas spirit is dying or mm-hmm. whatever. No. Yeah. It'd be as big... Well, I ain't buying it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a... Big load of horse shit. Big dog little, shit. Big load of reindeer shit. 
eat the reindeer shit. Yeah. Um, Santa, eat, eat that reindeer shit. That is the initiation for being an elf. Yeah. <laughs> Take them out to a reindeer stable. Yeah, yeah. Eat that reindeer, eat that reindeer shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. got some carrot in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a big meal last night. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Santa says thanks. Then the boy's dad goes to grab the list because he knows damn well the half-drunk probation Santa will just wipe his ass with it. <laughs> Uh, this, this elf and Santa hat. This has to be a probation thing because it has to because be. this is something you volunteer for. Yeah, like I can't imagine you. You may be, be you may be like being paid by the yeah. town, but yeah. like you're you're the one who chose to do this. Yeah, this the movies convey these mall Santas and stuff like they drew the short straw. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like I feel like, and this is just my experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like you said, in order to do that stuff, you have to volunteer. At least something like Bad Santa was like more yeah. honest about that because I haven't seen, I haven't seen the movie, but obviously, yeah. like you kind of know what it's about. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton had to like been on probation. or yeah, something. Yeah, and that's not always the case that you yeah. volunteer. Like I yeah. haven't seen every, but yeah, it, it there's, always there's can, a certain amount of cheer. That comes yeah, I, I feel like that's a very sacred position. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're at a mall, you can't have some surly mall Santa. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, Dogcatcher Cruz is driving around on the hunt for dogs. Puppy Paws sees the Santa across the square, and he thinks he's been caught. He runs across the street, and Cruz nearly hits him. Cruz sees the pup laying a few yards away from the gazebo, and he grabs his net. Puppy Paws sees it's two fakes over in the gazebo, and is almost snatched up by Cruz. Puppy Paws escapes, and Cruz chalks up the L. Puppy Paws stows away in a shop window for the night, and that's the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. Back at the North Pole, the Santas are looking for Puppy Paws. They go to check with and they bleh, and they go to check with the reindeer. In the stables, the Santas see the reindeer are all sick because lack of Christmas power. <laughs> Santa buddies to Crooge control. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, baby. <laughs> and then it's still on a boat. Santa's summer vacation. <laughs> yeah, he said, we can't get away from him. He wasn't the real Crooge. <laughs> I was. Ah! But it's still Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's in a wig. Like, yeah. like Brent Spiner in Independence Day. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the Santas say that if Puppy Paws... They meet the same demise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's just, no, let's just say it's Brent Spiner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the third... It's Crooge's brother. He's like, yeah. but, but can't you just be more like your brother? It's like... Screw my brother. I hate Christmas. Yes. I'm never going to love it. I, I, I eat dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue sauce. <laughs> uh, Santa buddies too. Crooge control. I say honorary honorary Hall of Fame inductee Brent Spiner. Yeah. Because this is his third mm-hmm. reference on here. Because we had a Brent Spiner reference with yes. our buddy Zach Lay. He was a master of disguise. And we just made a Brent Spiner reference right now. So you, honorary... Can, can you make a photo edit of the cruise control? Yeah, uh, <laughs> fine. Or, to, or yeah, to, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where are we? Here's the thing: <laughs> we, we, we? we entered this episode saying let's get through this, and we keep sidetracking ourselves. That's how we always do. It. I know. Unfortunately, on every episode we say let's just get through this. It ends yeah. up being some of our longest ones. Exactly. Maybe we should just not talk for an hour. Yeah, I've <laughs> thought about that. I'm like, maybe I'll just sit here and let Steven give the synopsis, and we just. Get out no, of here. I wouldn't talk either. Oh. <laughs> it's just an hour. Of people are just like, "What's wrong with my player?" Uh-huh. It'd be hilarious. It's like, like a- and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, so, lack of Christmas power. Uh, the Santas say that if Puppy Paws is missing, then there's even less of a chance of Christmas being restored. 
Eli arrives back and informs the crew that the mail to Santa only filled one measly bag, and everyone is down in the dumps. Eli also mentions how he barely made it back because his Christmas magic was running low. In the morning, Butterball is salivating at the treats in the storefront Puppy Paws is in. Puppy Paws wakes up to see his new idol is looking at where he's sleeping. His new idol. <laughs> he tries to get his attention, but Butterball comments on how it's weird that what he thinks is a polar bear cub animatronic is talking to him. I guess even talking dogs are weirded out by things that don't usually talk talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Noted. Yeah, talking... It, uh. <laughs> Butterball is then called away by his owner, and Puppy Paws runs out the door to give chase. As he runs by townspeople, he causes a woman painting a Christmas mural to mess up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you're painting a Christmas mural. I don't. It's going to be up either. all year. It seems very Christmas spirity to me. Exactly. Exact, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and his crystal changes her radio to Christmas music. Right. He also runs by the sheriff with a huge knot of Christmas lights. That's how I know this person has this unrealistic expectation or standard of how Christmas spirit should be. Mm -hmm. It's not enough that she's painting a Christmas mural. She has to be listening to Christmas music or else it's just not good enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, As he runs by, it doesn't untie the knot, but it does briefly light them up. Yes. Which they would have done in the first place. Exactly. So the magic crystal provided no help. Mm-hmm. Puppy Paws encounters Deputy Sniffer, and he asks where Butterball lives. Sniffer says the dog is a rich bitch, and he lives in a mansion. Uh, except not really a bitch. He's a male. Yeah, uh, exactly. Puppy runs up. He's still a bitch. He's British. Yes. Puppy runs off. Well, Pup- the dog's in, not as, British. Yeah, as in Puppy Paws. Intermittently, I'm going to have Puppy for Puppy Paws. Yeah, yeah. Puppy runs off and eventually, and eventually finds himself at the residence. Inside, Butterball watches his owners decorate the Christmas tree, and his mouth waters some more over the candy canes on the tree. Outside, Puppy Paws jumps in a bucket that's being filled with Christmas decorations by the grounds crew and sent up to one of the workers on a ladder, putting them on the side of the house. Oh man, everyone's running out of Christmas spirit. They're going out of their way to decorate the town. Yeah. Oh man, no Christmas spirit. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to need some Christmas spirits after this. Yeah. Puppy Paws gets pulled up in the bucket, runs on the roof, slides down the chimney, and flies into an unsuspecting Butterball. Butterball wonders who the, who the intruder is, and Puppy Paws says he's from the North Pole. He saw Butterball's picture in the naughty book, and he thought he'd be cool to hang out with. Butterball has a conniption fit over being on the naughty list. <laughs> Puppy Paws says he can, get, he can get himself off the naughty list uh, by yep. being good and doing good things. And accepting Santa Christ into your heart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Butterball shows Puppy Paws into the kitchen. and As Butterball, your personal Christmas savior. Yes, and Butterball says this is where the food is prepared. They both go bongos over Christmas cookies, and Puppy <laughs> Paws teleports onto the counter. <laughs> the Santa, uh, Santa, uh, what was it? Christmas Buddies Go Bongos. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the sequels. It was one of the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Butter- one of the Disney animated shorts. Yeah. Butterball says WTF, and Puppy Paws says he has a crystal that can help him do magic. Which, if this if this movie was animated, and you still had like Christopher Lloyd playing the voice of it, then be more tolerable. all of these things would have been tolerable, yeah. and a lot of things would have been forgiven, except like the racist shit, yeah. but that's another yeah. thing. Yeah. He then knocks the cookies off the counter. Butterball is wondering what the deal is. If Puppy Paws is trying to get him off the naughty list, why is he tempting him with gluttonous behavior? <laughs> Puppy Paws uses his crystal to decorate the cookies, then gobbles them up while Butterball resists eating any. They hear Butterball's owner coming, so Puppy Paws teleports away and, get his new, yeah, and gets his new friend in trouble. Outside, Butterball's pacing in his cage. Puppy Paws shows up, and Butterball calls him out on his behavior. 
He says he's going to be late seeing his siblings in the park. Puppy Paws is baffled that there are more pups like Butterball. He confirms, can I just say I feel stupid continuously saying Butterball? <laughs> just, uh, uh, anyway. Butterball. Butterball. <laughs> he's, uh. he, he's the pup that eats a lot. He confirms there are... But he confirms there are more pups by introducing the pup to the other buds. Be and real. Yeah, be, yes. Uh, or be dog. Be dog. They should have had they're, be real yeah. play the voice of be dog. Yes. Um, they're, so they're in the park now. He introduces them to his siblings. Yeah. They found out Puppy Paws is from the North Pole, and the buds say it's all a myth, and Puppy Paws is delusional. Even tri- or tripping, even. Yeah. Because B-Dog says, tripping. you tripping, dog. Uh, Puppy yeah, Paws says know. their issues are everyone's issues because the North Pole is losing its powers, and it's all a lost cause. That's why he's there, to learn to be a real puppy so it doesn't have to go down with the ship. Yeah. B-Dog says he found the right pup to school him, and he urges Puppy Paws to follow him. We then get a series of scenes where we see Puppy Paws screwing up the Bud's lives and getting them in trouble or pissing them off. Yep. With B-Dog, he break dances. And, uh, then, and then, yes, there's a break dance scene, and the dogs are break dancing. Uh, take a five. Uh, yeah. And then Puppy Paws shows fly moves. After the dogs break dance, hey, I'm going to need you for laughs here. I know. So, <laughs> Um, I, was t- I was taking a break. I was laying down on the bench. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you for laughs Those here. affirming laughs. <laughs> Please. Uh, yes. So after the, dogs break, after the dogs break dance, Puppy Paws breaks a vase. He asks if he busted a move. B-Dog says he busted something, and B-Dog is about, to, is about ready to bust a cap. Ugh, bust a nut! <laughs> Enough! The dogs, leave and Enough. B- the dogs leave, and B-Dog pawns the naive puppy paws onto Mud Butt, who's rolling in the mud, mud bud, who's ro- I said Mud Butt. Uh, <laughs> a serious case you of Mud just, Butt. Just who's, say Mud Butt. Who's rolling in the mud. Puppy Paws is talking like B-Dog, and I'd wish he'd stop. <laughs> Mudbud says they should roll in the mud, dude. Well, uh, he says, I'm just, isn't this how regular pups talk? And I was like, you just, before B-Dog, you hung out with Butterball, and he didn't talk that way. Mm-hmm. So what would make you, uh, oh, well. Keep going. Uh, he said, roll in the mud, dude. Uh, the two go in the house, caked in mud. The pup, then Puppy Paws ruins a white room that is supposed to be off limits. But that's okay. He fixes it with his crystal, and he turns the mud specks into Christmas shapes. Unsurprisingly, it didn't help. Mudbud has to wear a poncho, and he drops Puppy Paws off with Rosebud. Rosebud says, one sec, she's got to get her outfit on. After getting on something pink, because girl, Puppy Paws wanders into her house, and his crystal gives her, what else, a Christmas get-up. She is disgusted, and it shows the only way the puppy paws inconveniences the girl is he makes her out as he makes her outfit ugly because girls. Finally, Rosebud drops puppy off at Buddha's, where Buddha is meditating in front of a statue of the Buddha. Because of course, yeah. he pisses off Buddha when his crystal changes the Buddha into a snowman. Also, Buddha says the Buddha statues from the Ming Dynasty. I doubt that because why would it be on someone's lawn in Fernfield? Yeah. When the crystal changes the Buddha statue, I half expected it to change it to a manger scene, considering yeah. some of the Christian themes we've been getting thus yeah. far. Yep. As Cruz's dog at Cruz's dog pound, the dad from earlier asked Cruz, the dad with the kid who was with the Santa. I want to make sure I yeah. want to make that yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
who took the list back from the surly Santa. Uh, at the Cruz's dog pound, the dad from earlier asked Cruz if he could get a puppy for his son. Cruz is dressed like Freddy from Russ Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah, so the only source for adoptable dogs in this whole town is the dirty shack of the shady dog catcher. Yes. That, that's the only place where you can adopt dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruz says, follow him. The puppies are hiding, and they'll come out if they know what's good for him. The man sees the tiny dog from earlier and says she's perfect. Cruz says, great, 300 bucks. The man, the man is surprised. He thought adoption was free, and he assures the puppy will get a good home. Cruz callously shoots him down and reminds him what Christmas is really about. Mm-hmm. Cold, hard cash. Yep. The man pleads with him because his son is sick, and Cruz says, no money, no mutt. And the kid better ask the Reaper for expedited shipping, you know, to decrease the surplus population. Yeah. The man leaves in a huff, and the little puppy watches whimpering. He also leaves his son's list, which then blows away. Back with the buds. That won't come back around. No, it won't. Uh, back with the buds, Puppy Paws further gets on their nerves. And my nerves, because he starts acting like an amalgamation of all the buds. Ugh. Rosebud devises a plan to get rid of Pariah Paws, and she says real pups play hide-and-seek. While Puppy Paws gleefully counts, the buds meet behind a big stump. They all start going off on Puppy Paws and how his shit is causing trouble for all of them. Puppy Paws overhears their shit talking and he runs off, only to be caught by Cruz. Mm. Back with the buds, they all rele- Whoa. Back with the buds, they all realize they are being too hard on Puppy Paws and they are ashamed of themselves. Yeah. They run off to make amends, but they can't find Puppy Paws. At one point, their butterballs talking about how Puppy Paws was trying to get me off the naughty list. And he says, it's my responsibility to get myself off, not Puppy Paws's. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> to get myself off. All right. Not puppy pauses. All right. It's my responsibility. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Back at the North Pole, more of the icicle melts off and further depressing the Santas. We now see Cruz at the pound, and he puts puppy paws in a cage. Cruz takes off the dog's collar and laughs at the fact that it says property of the North Pole. Mm-hmm. The tiny Christian dog from earlier, the one who ate the garbage meat and didn't get adopted, starts <laughs> talking garbage. to puppy paws. Garbage meat. Garbage meat. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> puppy paws. Garbage meat. Puppy paws asks if Cruz is mean because he got coal for Christmas. Tiny says his Christmas spirit is in the toilet. Well, I'm sure a few other things happen to get him to that point. Oh, not yeah. just he lost his Christmas spirit. Yes, for the sake of the film, that is why. Yes. Puppy Paws says that's everyone nowadays, and just accept it. Tiny snaps back that she and her pound pals still believe. I still believe. Um, and he how, should have been Tim Capello should have been in this movie dr- as Santa Claus. I would have uh, I would have appreciated that and still greasy. Yeah, and I was gonna oily. say you can still see oil and sweat spots peaking like coming through his Santa yeah, suit. He's saxophone. Yeah, he's got a saxophone like he's got uh he's got it like wrapped around him. Yeah. Um. So it's just she and her she and her pound pals still believe <laughs> pound puppies. And, yeah, and how hope is all they got in there, like Shawshank. Yeah, exactly. Then she starts singing. 
I miss when the dogs say nothing and they just help their owners play sports. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why can't you just shoot free throws? Yeah. I don't care about any of this. Yeah. During her song, we see B-roll of the man and his son from earlier decorating their anemic Christmas tree in, in their pathetic three-bedroom house. Yeah, we can tell. Screw the, you. You can tell the boy is in poor health because he's wearing a robe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't even take time to address the mother. Yeah. The mom says nothing. Yeah, she's a she, background character. She's she's there. Yeah, you uh, can't give her a line. Yeah, You'd be like, do you, what do you think Santa's gonna bring you this year? You know, it's like, oh, no, it's up for a dog. It's like, yeah. well, we'll see, Timmy. We'll see. You know, that maybe just a robot, maybe a toy robot, <laughs> maybe a toy uh, robot, no, a PlayStation. Yeah. Once Tiny completes her song, <laughs> puppy. <laughs> Once Tiny completes her song, Puppy Paws has his dose of reality, and it reminded him how important Christmas and its miracles are and how important his role is. At the North Pole, the elves are fixing the mail truck. They find that Puppy Paws left the, but- left the Butterball page from the naughty book in the back of the truck. Eli grabs it, and while happily walking into Santa's office, saying they know where Puppy Paws is, the two sit still as statues. More than likely, it's genuine depression from George Went and the voice of Tom Bosley because their paychecks for the film bounced. Yeah, exactly. Santa Paws says they need to bring Puppy Paws back pronto or Christmas is dead. Eli, and also there's uh, there's another dog in this movie. who's Richard Kind. Who it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. his lead elf dog. It's like the head elf. Yeah. Like the actual head elf. Yeah. Like Mickey from Seinfeld works for this dog. Is that the case? Yeah, because oh. later he's talking it. to the the pavilion elf, yeah. and then Richard Kind comes up, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, this is my boss." Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so the lead elf dog, um, Eddie, voiced yeah. by Richard Kind. Yeah. Uh, so Eli and Eddie ship out to Fernfield on whatever magic they have left. Back in Fernfield, the truck runs out of gas. Mm-hmm. The buds have met up in the park again. They are wondering where Butterball is, and he comes running up with Eddie the elf dog. Eddie confirms that what Puppy Paws has been saying is true, and he needs to get to the North Pole because Christmas is on the outskies. Cruz drives by, and they all hide. Rosebud surmises Puppy Paws is in the pound. Everyone races out of the bush and off to get Puppy Paws. Back with Eli, he throws in the towel and pulls out a revolver. <laughs> before, before he can What's load, he doing with that? Before he can load it, he sees the Christmas Santa and Elf Gazebo set up. He hit, <laughs> God. He, what? It's not me. It's Disney. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not offended. It's but the movie. Yeah. The movie it shows it. Yeah. He heads over to check it out. He sees a small sleigh prop, and he thinks that if he can muster up enough magic, but before he can finish his thought, the elf with attitude yells at him. He says <laughs> how he, the angry elf, has been working his butt off at this job he loves so much all season, and Eli is just hiding out, taking a month-long smoke break. I was thoroughly confused and annoyed at this part mm-hmm. because he's talking to Mickey. Mm-hmm. The, what, 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 was, what was the character's name? Eli. Like, Eli. Yeah, he's talking to Eli, and he's, he's talking as if, hey, come take over for me because I've been working hard all season. He's talking to him like he was previously this coworker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "So wait, you? This is who do you guys work for? And you've Santa. never seen this before? Well, yes, uh, you've never seen this person before, but you're you're reacting like, "Hey, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been working hard all season. Why don't you come take over?" So I was like, "What? What is going on? Plot y- convenience, exactly." 
Uh, Eli retorts that he wasn't hiding out. He was just seeing what it would take to make this prop sleigh fly, and that way, so that way, Puppy Paws can get back from get back to the North Pole. The elf sarcastically replies that he knows exactly what Eli is talking about, and maybe they need magic dust. Yeah. The sarcasm flies over Eli's head, much like Santa should be doing through the night sky, but Puppy Paws ruined everything, Mm -hmm. and he asks if the angry elf has some. The guy tries to stammer out that it was a joke, but ends up threatening to tattle on Eli. It's just a goof. (laughs) Eli shows genuine concern and doesn't want his outfit revoked, so he gets back to work. Outside, Cruz's pound... B-Dog nervously says, no one is uh, no one is home, dog. The other Just dogs... say no one is home. Why do you have to say dog at the end of it? It's stupid. I know. Uh, the other dogs walk up to him, and Rosebud notices a hole in the wall. They all sneak through it and split up to find Puppy Paws. Puppy Paws sees the Buds and Eddie, the elf dog, is with them. He apologizes for being a non-believer and wanting to shed his birthright, and he'll be good for goodness sake. Eddie says they'll need a little more than that because the icicle is almost melted. Tiny is amazed that Santa Paws is Puppy Paws' dad. Yes, that's correct. And she pleads with Pup Pup to not let Christmas die. Puppy Paws says he won't let that happen, but he needs his collar. Three of the buds go off to look for it. B-Dog, being one of them, looks high and low and ends every sentence, like we said, with dog or dogs, yeah. just so we, continu- we continually know it's him. They spot the candy cane collar, and they take it to Puppy Paws. As they do this, Cruz pulls up. Now with his collar on, Puppy Paws uses his magic crystal to open all the cages. Cruz kicks open the door and sees the buds and some of the other pups out. He says how the dogs are coming to him now, and Eddie tells the dogs funny. to run. Mm-hmm. Because it's Christopher like, Lloyd. He's like, huh. Guess they're coming to me now. I was mm-hmm. like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, his delivery is great because it's Christopher Lloyd. Yep, he'll take. Care. Eddie tells the dogs to run. He'll take care of Cruz. Tiny says the team is their Christmas miracle, and they say they won't let her down. Tiny leads a team of pound pups to take down Cruz, which just involves tickling him. Yep. The buds and puppy paws run to town square to find Eli. Puppy paws wakes him, and Eli happily greets him. Eli says they got there via the mail truck, but he's all out of magic. He says Puppy Paws may be able to use his crystal to carry the tiny sleigh to the North Pole. He'll need a team, so he recruits the buddies. Back at Cruz's, he puts the stray dogs back in their cages, and he takes away their dinner for that night. As Cruz walks back to his office, we hear Eddie's voice say he knows all about Cruz, how he wanted a puppy for Christmas when he was young, but never got it. So Cruz hates Christmas. I wish... Just for the just for all this exposition, mm-hmm. as Christopher Lloyd is walking around and you hear the voice of Richard Kind, he turns the corner, and I would just love if this dog turned into Richard Kind, the human, mm-hmm. just for this scene. Maybe even give him like fake dog ears or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but it's it's Richard Kind telling Christopher put Lloyd all the pain on his nose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, but just no one draws attention to it. Mm-hmm. Just for this scene, it's the real I know Richard. You. I know who you are. Yeah, it's a, and then for the rest, he turns back into a dog. Yeah. That, if we if we got that, I would have forgiven everything. You know, in like this like movie. they forgot to put the computer generator. <laughs> yeah, he's in a mocap suit for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> what? Why is he in a mocap <laughs> suit? <laughs> Either way, that would have been a step up, and this movie would have gotten five stars from Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One week I said from Roger and Ebert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yep. But but he also says how Santa knew Cruz's mom was allergic. 
Cruz bends down to see Eddie in his empty cage talking to him. Eddie says he can talk to him and all creatures because of Christmas magic and he knows Cruz has a broken heart. This is, this is the power of good acting. Yeah. This is halfway solid acting in here between the two of them, and I was touched just a, just little, a little bit. bit. Just yeah. a little bit by this part. Just because Richard Kind's delivery was great and Christopher Lloyd is awesome. Yeah. So other than that, not so much for the rest of the movie. Anyway, Cruz bends down to see Eddie's in an empty cage talking to him. Eddie says a way to help Cruz heal his broken heart would be to give to others in need. Cruz stumbles backwards in disbelief, and Eddie says he believes in him, then runs away. Mm. Back in the town square, B-Dog says they're not fooling around anymore, playas. The Santa stuff is for the shizzle now, homies. Oh, my God. Eli says they have one shot at this, and they all must believe they can fly. They do, and off they go. So the dogs can talk. All right. All right. But how can they breathe that high up? Is Christmas Christmas magic? I don't. I yes. Is, yes. So is Christmas magic yes. what got us to the moon back on the fateful day, July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine? Is it Christmas magic that ruined our mom's ninth birthday? Yes. No one wants to talk about this, but that's what it is. Sure, maybe Stanley Kubrick faked it in a studio, but let's also not rule out like Christmas magic. Christmas magic got the astronauts up to the moon. Mm-hmm. That's that's where celebrating Christmas in July happened. Started for a lot of people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They knew. So the angry elf sees this happen, and he is gobsmacked. He can't believe his eyes as he waves the buddies goodbye. Eli confirms the team is flying. As the team flies, they fly by the dog pound so Cruz can see them. Yeah. Unsure on how to get to the North Pole, Puppy I was I oops corrected a Borth Pole. Going <laughs> to the Borth Pole. Unsure how to get to the North Pole, Puppy Paws tells them to follow the North Star. Yeah, and, and may I say at this point, there was 25 minutes left in the movie. Yeah, no, and, and was, they, they did a lot of cramming. I was like, 25 minutes. I wrote down what is there possibly left to do. Christmas yeah. is restored and the dirty dog catcher's good now. Just do a montage of them delivering gifts and Christopher Lloyd handing out puppies. That's, that's, that's all the, you need. That's why the film should have been an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, much like Master of Disguise was is an hour and ten minutes, but they stretched out another twenty yeah. minutes. They have they have to shoehorn another conflict in there yeah. somewhere. Back at the pound, Cruz sees his stray pups and he hears Eddie's voice again. He sits in the office and contemplates. All of a sudden, back in the North Pole, the part of the ice, part of the icicles restored, and the Santa states because somewhere someone believed it believed again. It turns the lights in the workshop back on. Back in Fernfield, Eli witnesses to the apathetic elf. He tells him all the secrets of Christmas, and the elf decides to be a believer again and goes to get baptized in a pool of cookies and milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eli meets uh-huh. back up with Eddie, and Eddie says Christmas happened at the pound. <laughs> Christmas happened. Why did I put that? Christmas happened. Christmas happened at the pound. And then right, right as he brought him out of the milk, he's like, "Now go and make disciples." Exactly. <laughs> Christmas happened at the pound. <laughs> yes. Um, Eli tells, <laughs> Eli tells the elf to remember his promise, and he is a representative of Christmas, and he helps with Christmas spirit. Go and make disciples. Remember exactly. your promise. Mm-hmm. Um, right so, as he's dying, Eli's like, "Remember, remember the promise." Remember your promise. And then he dissipates because Christmas spirit's gone. He ascends. He ascends. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, as they approach the North Pole, B-Dog says Puppy Paws is in good paws with him guiding the sleigh. Dog. Yep, dog. Uh, dog play. Get your shit together, dog! <laughs> Don't be a play a hater. Yeah. Um, he then starts spinning the group around and crash lands into the snow. Puppy Paws runs in to see, the, see Santa Paws, and he greets him and apologizes for being indignant. 
Sorry. The, yeah. Oops. Sorry. Uh, the buddies walk <laughs> in. Stinker, sorry. The buddies walk in, and Santa Paws greets them too. Tom Bosley greets them all separately. Tom Bosley's puppy paws. Yeah. I mean, no, Santa Paws. He greets all the buddies separately, and Mudbud. And to Mudbud, he says, "Bro, that would be super rad." And I don't need anything else for Christmas. Just kidding. I want my four dollars for this rental back. I would. Lo- I wish. <laughs> it was what you it said. was Tom Bosley, not the dog. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I wish that Santa would have reacted kind of like how in a, like in Seinfeld when George mm-hmm. wanted to move the Frogger machine, and Kramer's mm-hmm. like, I got some guys that can help you with that, and it's just it's this weird crop of personalities and stuff. Where the holes go, the holes, you know, and with the holes, with the hole. Yeah, exactly. It's like Santa Claus is like, what the hell is this? And yeah. it's all the different personalities. Like, I can't work with this. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, this is the best you got. Yeah. Again, the Seinfeld reference. Yes. Mickey and Kramer. Um, he doesn't greet B Dog probably probably because Tom Bosley didn't want to use any of his vernacular. Of course not. Yeah. Um, Santa shouts, "They're back in business!" Then everyone starts singing and getting distracted. Yeah, another force. I was like, why is there a song here? Yeah. Why do we, we don't need a song. George Wentz already phoned it in. Yeah. Uh, he, he went and done phoned it in. He only raises his pitch just a little bit yeah. too enthusiastic. Yeah. Santa sees Puppy Paws is back, and so are the buddies. He says how it's all hands and paws on deck. Mm-hmm. Eli pulls in, and he shows he has bags upon bags of letters to Santa. With this uptick in Christmas spirit, Santa says they got to haul ass. We then get a montage of Christmas spirit returning, elves hard at work, and the buddies getting in the way. We also see Cruz has turned his pound into a shelter, mm-hmm. and a few kids walk out thanking him for their adopted pets. Thank you! Yeah, but he still looks unsure of himself. We also see snow falling. The angry elf is now an enthusiastic elf. The town is bustling with Christmas joy, and at the North Pole, Santa is ready to fly off for his shift. <laughs> yep. However... He realizes he's too big for this small sleigh. The reindeer are still ill, and the buddy's puppy bodies won't be able to hold his fat ass. Puppy Paws is now tasked to deliver gifts with the buddies as his guide. He's too big for his own sleigh? Oh, it's one How do you not plan for it, this? No, it's the prop sleigh from the town. Oh, town. Yeah. yeah, never mind. All right, never mind. All my, I am not incensed anymore. B-Dog's nose lights up, and he says it shines like his bling. Just because. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rudolph had a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. B-Dog, this just happened so you could make a bling joke. Yes. Um, and they try to explain it away by Puppy Paws saying, whoever leads the sleigh, their nose turns red. <sighs> nope. Uh, Krug is sitting in church to repent to God for not believing in Santa. Behind him, the dad and his six sons sit in a pew. Krug- sick. He's sick, dude. Yeah, man. Sick, bro. Krug's sick, turns- dude. Krug turns around and is greeted by the two. You're... Toes, you little toesy-woesy, scratch my foot. Sorry. Maybe you should wear shoes in your own house. Mm. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> then there's a montage of the buddy's owners praying to Santa for yeah. their dog's safe yeah. return. Literally in hands and, hands knees. and knees, hands clasped mm-hmm. like a precious memories doll. And <laughs> they're like, please, Santa, bring back my dog. Praying out out. At the tree. So is it is it God or Santa? Like Which what, one is it? Is yeah. Santa God? Just say Santa's God in this movie. Yeah. At the dog pound slash shelter, the list the dad left earlier blows in. Cruz reads it and is touched. 
As he reads, we see B-roll of him walking Tiny the puppy to the house of the sick boy. Why didn't he just drive him? It's snowing outside. Because walking... Um, he arrives and sees <laughs> through the window. The parents having a talk with the kid, possibly about how great of a place heaven is. Uh, yeah. Cruz uh. leaves Tiny on the doorstep, then Ding Dong ditches as he trudges back through the snow. There's no way Cruz ran away that fast in the snow to where the kid wouldn't see him. Either way, the kid answers the door because why not? He's already in bad shape, so if he got snatched, he'd be someone else's problem. Yeah, exactly. The child sees Tiny and takes her back inside. The dad looks outside and sees it was Cruz. While dropping off gifts, each stop across the world coincides with each dog. <sighs> Rosebud drops down in France and tells the dog in a beret, nice hat. Yeah. In Australia, B-Dog drops off a boomerang, of course, and sees the dog down under has a crystal, and he says, nice bling. In Japan, the song playing over all of it starts playing in Japanese, yeah. and Buddha comments on the nice feng shui. <laughs> I know I know, I was going to say feng shui, but it corrected to feng sha. <laughs> <laughs> then a little Japanese boy comes down to see what the commotion is, and I'm really glad they didn't have him do something, some sort of anime pose. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and keep keep in mind, this whole time, Eli is letting the audience know where each dog is going. Mm -hmm. But not only that, he's letting them know in a very stereotypical accent mm -hmm. of each place. Yep. F for no reason. He doesn't need to do that. The laughs. Yeah. Uh, it's not... In uh, Jamaica, Mudbud comments on the dog's dreads. And the music slows down to halftime. The most egregious one to me here. It's very in, island. In Mexico... Butterball slides down and drools over the burritos the family left for Santa. <laughs> they left burritos. This is the most racist bullshit we've ever seen in, in any of our movies. And this is a kid's Christmas movie. They left out burritos and tortilla chips for Santa because that's all they eat in Mexico, right? And enchiladas for the reindeers. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bull. It's bull. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. so. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And, yeah. and I'm not, that's, this isn't me being easily offended at something. It's just, I mean, it's just that's so legitimately overt. racist. It's just so overt. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh. because it's in a kid's movie, it's, they're trying to. Play it for laughs. Yeah, it's even well, in two thousand nine. That's la not it's okay. lazy. That's what it it's is. It's very lazy. Well, the last stop was Fernfield. They all go down Tiny's new family's chimney, and they all take time to thank Tiny for helping them find Christmas spirit. With that, the icicle is restored. The Santas meet the crew in Fernfield, and he praises the pups for saving Christmas. For saving Christmas and being good, they get Santa hats. Yeah, if I, baby. If I were a dog, I'd be pissed. Yeah. It's like, I don't get like a big fat milk bone. Yeah. Um, like Santa gets for Mrs. Claus. Mm. Um, oh, all of them get red, except Rosebud gets pink because she's a she's girl. She's a girl, yeah. And as this movie has taught us, girls only like fashion and the color pink. Exactly. Rosebud should have guided the sleigh, been the leader, and made a point to randomly look in the camera to say, fuck fashion. Yep. Puppy Paws is given his own hat and is now legit. He says his he says his goodbyes, and Rosebud tells him to not try to be an ordinary pup because he's too extraordinary. They say their goodbyes, and Santa Paws says the buds could help next year. The buddies return to their owners, and the song used and the song used goes for a choral Home Alone vibe. 
All of the kids are ecstatic, and we see B-Dog's owner is a stupid white kid with a huge chain. Of course he is. Yeah. The man and his son go to Cruz's shelter. So, back to the man and his son. The man and his son go to Cruz's shelter, and he prepares beans. And they invite him. So, Switchblade Sam. Yes. No connection there from Dennis and Menace. I don't think it was intentional at all, but I was like, oh my God, he's eating beans. He is. He's eating some beans. Yeah. Um, so he prepares beans and they invite him over for Christmas dinner. Cruz hesitantly rejects the offer, but Tiny licks his bean spoon. It's not a euphemism. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> Tiny for licks his bean spoon. <laughs> uh, then it's, and then she licks his face with her newly acquired bean breath. Since Cruz uh. has a thing for dogs and beans, this convinces him. The shot pans out as so we see a dog and bean shelter. Yes, <laughs> dogs and beans. <laughs> it's gonna work. <laughs> Uh, the shot pans out as we so now it's in front of the the kid and dad's house. Yeah. The shot pans out as we see the mother serving Cruz, and the boy thanking serving Cruz. They chopped him up, saute Cruz meat for the dog's request. Saute Cruz meat. Serving Cruz isn't she serving him food? Yeah, yeah. And the boy thanks Cruz for coming over. The four bow their heads in prayer, mm. and then it fades out. Nope. Then we see in the town square, everyone is gathered around the Christmas tree to sing Silent Night to the true King of Christmas, our Lord and Savior, Treebeard from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. And that's Santa Buddies. All right. Well, um, like we sometimes begrudgingly do for these movies. Yeah. What is the what is what's good about this movie? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. That's it. Absolutely. The rest of this movie is just some Christmas spirit hokum that someone gets in their head that just because someone else isn't obsessive about Christmas that we're losing Christmas spirit. Mm -hmm. It's like, listen, I like Christmas music. I love Christmas aesthetic, but I don't get into it. (laughs) It's very very respectful of you. It's too late in getting off the mic with that one. (laughs) Sound like a bullfrog. (laughs) Barry Bullfrog is here, ladies and gentlemen. What are your thoughts? Better late than never, What are your thoughts on here, bud? Wiser. Very late than never. But, um, no, it's that annoying person that is obsessed with Christmas and Santa is their god mm-hmm. and everything has to be Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. They're obsessed with it. And just because someone else doesn't, they're like, oh, we're losing our Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I just, I'd rather start my Christmas festivities after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or end December and not, and not January of you know, the January after Christmas and do that all year round. So it just has that annoying feel of someone who's super into Christmas and they're like, we're losing our Christmas spirit just because, you know, Jenny from the block isn't playing Silent Night in July. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just, it's just stupid. And all this, all these moments that are supposed to be like, we're getting our Christmas spirit back. It's just mainly a town that was already preparing to celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Just like, uh... Oh, here's something, another Christmas thing. Yeah, you can't, it's like you can't introduce this idea because it's like in a lot of these movies, people are starting to disbelieve in Santa and all that. Yeah. But you can't do that when also simultaneously, yeah, you're showing a town. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't show all these people like being dicks, yeah. but also showing that the whole town is, yeah, is, is, is outfitting itself with Christmas stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like in a Christian movie when they, 
when when the conflict is you know you've got this character and the conflict is people don't like people just don't believe in God as much anymore. They believe in science, so they you know or they're watching too many of these bad movies and music stuff like that, and they're just opening they're opening their hearts up to that. It's getting corrupted, and no one they took prayer out of schools. No one believes in God anymore. That's what that that gives us this impression that it's something that's all in someone's head, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that the reality is not that. Yeah. I think if you're going to get exaggerated like that, yeah. it's either like it just go completely exaggerated and yeah. like show empty churches, like yeah. the main characters in an empty church yeah. in those movies, or like everybody's like there's the one person or one kind of neighborhood yeah. that does Christmas stuff and everything else is everyone's poo-pooing it. Yeah, they walk by the charity and they look at it and roll their eyes and go, huh, yeah. and just walk by. It's like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's it's someone else's reality, but it's not reality. Yeah, it, it's 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 a stupid movie that was yeah. made to capitalize on a franchise for kids. I'll never watch it again. No, it's, ever. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch any of the buddies. Uh, that is unless you all want to hear us talk about the buddies, which I will which do. We will do it yeah. for you because you're taking your time out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to listen to us. So yes. thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, Christopher Lloyd, and then also like any other movies like this it i don't really it doesn't make me think of the movie it makes me think of the time around the movie yeah 2009 yeah december 2009 we were 18 seniors in high seniors in high school and you know it was i don't know it's just it's a it's a different time Mm -hmm. Ah, i meant to just to make myself cringe there is a music video for this movie um i don't know who does it i don't know what it's called or anything i didn't watch it i meant to just to riff on something else some more but if you go to the imdb page it shows like this cover art thing above like the movie listing and what it is, it's not from the movie; it's from the music video. Yeah. And it's some. It has. It's it's like a banner. It's like some. Ding, it's like some pop punk Dingleberry who yeah. looks like Pete Holmes. Um, yeah. Like, with like this exaggerated look on his face, and it looks like like it's for it's like it's all Christmas decolletage. Yeah. yeah. And it's just it's I don't know. If you want, I I think I'll still watch it. I probably I will. Won't. I will. Um, just so we can comment on yeah. it. Um, just because I'm a glutton for this kind yes, of stuff. Yes, exactly. Much like Butterball. Yes. Um, but other than that, nothing good about this movie. Nope. So let's just send you out on that one. Thank you for listening, mm-hmm. everybody. And until next time, the house lights are up, the film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time. Come, come, come.